Hello everyone, welcome back to the Digital Priestess podcast. I am your host Hannah Brown and I am here with another episode that is going to help you build your online empire. Today I'm talking about something that's a little bit of an issue at the moment and I actually decided to talk about this because I have a Facebook group and when people join the group you get asked, um, you know, what do you want to see in the group and also what are you struggling at the moment with, like what can I help you with and this has come up quite a few times and that is trying to run your business in the current economic climate, trying to run a business when there is a cost of living crisis happening. So I'm pretty sure this is happening all over the world, but I can only really speak from the experience of running a business in the UK and from what I'm hearing from my fellow UK and business babes, which is that people are struggling to sell their services and people's businesses are suffering because there is a cost of living crisis. Everything has ramped up in prices over the past few months. Um, I was talking to my sister about how me and my partner split our bills completely 50-50, but my half, um, my 50% half of our gas bill in October was like £45. And this month it's um, 200 <laughs> And as in my share of it is 200 um, or almost 200 And I get that obviously we're in a different temperature, we're in different seasons. So yes, October was a bit warmer than it is now, but still that is excessive. Um, and my phone bill is jumping up by um, an extortionate amount per month that basically totals it to an extra £150 per year. Now, I'm just naming off random things. This is so small and, and, and yes, yeah, so small compared to what some people are paying when we think about when you if you are renting a building for your business, um, if you have employees, there's just so many things happening. Times are tough. Times are are hard and people are struggling with 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 their business. I mean, it was not too long ago I was on this podcast ranting about how I had a great month in January despite the despite the cost of living crisis. I felt incredible, and then when it came to February and I looked at the numbers, it was a it was a bit of a disappointing number. Um, in you know when I thought about what I was going to be making. All of our household bills have gone up. Our gas and electricity is unbelievable. It's a huge chunk of money that has that has just suddenly been added to our expenses um, because fees and prices are going up. So I wanted to talk about a couple of things that you can do, especially when it comes to your content, um, your social media content, a couple of tweaks that you can make, that you can, you know, these changes that you can implement that will help you to increase sales. And I know this because I, despite the fact that I had a bit of a rocky start to February, I actually had a really great month in February and I was able to sell, I was able to make money and Although it's not the money that I obviously, my, my deep desires I, I are, and although it wasn't the, the big, big numbers that I obviously am dreaming of right now, it was, I'm still really, really pleased with it. And I know other people who are also really making money at the moment. Now,
one little mindset that I want you to get into is that it is totally okay to sell during a cost of living crisis. We sold during the pandemic. We should never feel guilty for selling, even when we know that times are hard and people are struggling. And um, we are also those people that are struggling. When we see, you know, our, our friends and our friends and family struggling, um. And also if you want to up your prices too, up your prices because as you know, like your all the bills that you are paying at the moment, all the bills that you are paying at the moment and this big increase, it has to almost be reflected in your prices because you need to be able to make sure that you can pay your own bills and pay pay what you need to pay. And if that means that you need to up your prices as well, then you can. Also, secondly, you can up your prices whenever you want for whatever reason you want and you don't even need to really explain it. All you need to do is make sure that you feel that you are worth it. It's much, it's a, it's a much more a mindset shift and an inner change than it is on the outside, if that makes sense. Okay, so let's go back to the social media tweaks, the content marketing tweaks that you can make. So the first thing that I want you to do when it comes to selling on social media or creating content to sell to your audience is to start talking actually I, I feel like everyone's going to roll their eyes when they hear this because I know that I'm sick of hearing this but please let me elaborate on it before you think no no skip skip this talk about the feeling and the transformation and I'm gonna give you a example of this it's so easy to go talk about the transformation talk about the transformation and we're told we're told that a lot especially in services such as coaching, therapy, uh, mentorship, teaching and training. Um, we are told like talk about the transformation, what they're going to walk away with and that can be great but I understand that in a cost of living crisis people still aren't going that you know just just running with our usual transformational content might not be hitting them okay might not be working and the example that I'm going to give you is I get my eyebrows done. Well, I used to get my eyebrows done every few weeks and yeah, times were hard and I was just trying to avoid going over the past few months. So I went in right before Christmas. I would have normally gone in January, but I canceled my appointment and was like, you know what? I'll just push this into Feb and I'll, I'll make it last. Didn't get around to booking the appointment. Um, so basically about 10 weeks have gone past since I've had my eyebrows done, which is a really long time for me. And I was feeling horrific every time I looked in the mirror. I think I was also just having a bit of a... February, those first few weeks were just a bad time for me. I was feeling like I was in crisis, not just in cost of living or business, but everywhere, including how I looked. And finally, I was like, just go and book an appointment for your eyebrows and you will feel so much better. And that I did. <laughs> that I did. And that I was like, that was money well spent because I feel better. It's also just like a bit of a something that I do to treat myself. It's a bit of a pamper. Like I love going there. I actually find getting eyebrows waxed really relaxing, which I know sounds weird. Um, I find it really relaxing. I always leave there feeling so much better and more confident in myself. Now, if a, a, if a beauty salon had put out there, um, you know, half price brows back in January or February, or talked about the price or talked about a discount um I don't think it would have it would have affected me I don't think it would have pulled me in enough to go okay go and get this appointment because I was really trying to watch my spends but 
when I thought about getting this eyebrow appointment and just booking it, it all came down to, I want to feel better. I want to feel like myself. And that is something that you can do in your content when you are talking to your audience, because you as a business, even if you are massively sales driven in your business, which hopefully you are, you are also mission driven. You have a mission. And I'm just going to go back to that, the beautician example. If you're a beautician, you are on a mission to make people feel good okay and if that is your mission if you want to make feel people feel good and feel confident that is the content you need to create that is the story that you need to tell when you're creating your content it doesn't always have to be about discount here and 50% off and you know buy one get one free um it can it it, it need well not can it really needs to be about how is this person going to feel once they've made that transaction i love the saying um transaction equals transformation okay so there's a takeaway that i would love you to walk away with today um I got that from one of my mentors, Bridget James Ling. Um, I think I heard her say it on one of our calls. Um, transaction equals transformation. It is just, I have it on a post-it note near my desk because it's so true. I myself, I just made an investment last week, a couple of hundred, only a couple of hundred dollars in this program, but um, still a couple of hundred dollars at a time like this is a big, is a big deal to me right now. And I knew that that transaction for that money was also going to give me a transformation and and it is, and I'm in this program right now, and I'm just, even just going through the transaction itself, I felt incredible. And I exactly the same with the, brow, with the brows. The brows was £26, the transaction was a couple of hundred dollars. Both gave me the same feeling, which is I'm taking care of me, I'm doing something for me, I'm investing in me, and I'm gonna feel so good when I've done this. So t- tune into that feeling, regardless of what business you're in, whether you're a coach, whether you're a beautician, whether you're a... Um, whether you're a therapist, whether you're a tarot card reader, whether you're a hairdresser, start talking on your social media and in your content about how your client is going to feel after they've booked this session with you or after they've bought this product from you, what it's going to do for them. And and, it, and, it, and it's true as well for anyone who feels uncomfortable selling. Um, you are never ever, when you sell, you're never putting a gun to someone's head and making them buy something. It's always a choice. What you are trying to do is show someone some, is show someone some options, okay, of how you can help them to get to where they want to be. They already have this desire. You are just showing them um, how they can how they can get it essentially quicker, how they can get it through you, how you can help them to get what they want and how you can make them feel really good or whatever it is that you're going to make them feel. The second tweak that you can make to your content is showing real evidence, okay? Real evidence or what I call transparency or what is called transparency content. So I actually have um, an entire training on this included in the Empire membership. So if you go to the show notes below and below this podcast, or if you go to my Instagram page and then hit the link in my bio, you can sign up for Empire membership. It's a monthly membership. It's just like a monthly subscription and there's loads of training in there, but I have an in-depth training on this, on transparency content. Um, well, it's actually on, con- I have a, I have an in-depth training on content that converts people into paying customers. And one of those things is transparency content. So let me just explain what that is. We can put up a testimonial. We can put up like a quote from a client saying, this was a great service. It was fantastic, but that is not proof. And that also doesn't show the journey. So when we are 
when I, when someone's I'm going to talk about my experience when I go onto someone's social media account and this is someone that I'm considering purchasing from or maybe I just want to see what their services are and what they can do for me I'm looking also for evidence I'm looking for evidence that they they have proof that they've worked with other people but not just that but the like what are the results that these people have gone through and if we are just constantly putting putting up a really bland um feedback or testimonial then we need to change that <laughs> that needs that needs to change like today from today now how this can work from a, from many different businesses I'm going to give you two examples I'm going to give you a life coach example and then I'm going to give you the example of um if you like ran a spa maybe so the like let's say you're a life coach okay you don't just want to copy and paste a positive quote from your client's testimonial you you can do that but you want to also show your client it you also want to show your audience the journey that they went from that they went on so this could be You want to literally show proof. Now, proof can be in the in many different forms, but the an example that I'm going to give you is um, screenshots. So, if you are having a conversation with a client, or if, or if someone has sent you a feedback form, or if someone has given you a Google review, you screenshot that on your phone and you upload it as content to your TikTok or to your Instagram or to your Facebook, whatever it is. You don't just leave a Google review on Google. You show it to your audience. You want them to know that someone has taken the time to go and do that, to go and review you, to go and give you four or five stars. Something else is, especially if you're in, you know, a coach or having some sort of personal service, is if you have a some sort of text message rapport conversation going on with your clients, screenshots them when they send you messages that say things like, oh my God, the session we had yesterday was incredible. I already feel X, Y, Z and I've already seen results with, you know, ABC. Screenshot that. Obviously, please, please, when you do this, always block out any personal information, anything that is, that is basically personal. Um, if there's a very specific story in there as well, I'll ask the client if it's okay if I share it. Um, but I will never really show the name of who it's come from. But this shows that you are not just talking at your arse and making up results and just making pretty quotes and testimonials on Canva and then putting them out there. This shows that you have been on a real journey with someone someone, and that it's been such a good journey that they've taken the time out to tell you, to send you proof. Something else that you can do is maybe if you don't want to screenshot stuff is go on stories and talk about the journey. So if you have a client that is messaging you saying oh my gosh loved the service that we had yesterday and this is the result that I've already seen is get on your stories or get on a live or get on some sort of video and talk about it to your audience and go I just got the best the best affirmations from my clients and the best results so basically this is my client Sandra and she um, started off with this and now she's doing this and she just came and told me this and you talk about it because you should be excited to share those results with your audience so transparency content is building up that evidence and it's not just having a pretty quote and testimonial. It's showing the the proof, it's showing the social proof, it's, you know, it's the screenshots, it's also the story behind it, it's the journey. People want to know what kind of journey your clients have been on. Now the third thing that you can do and people 
from what I've spoken to, have seemed quite reluctant to this. Um, but this is not only a really incredible step that you can take to start selling during a cost of living crisis, but it's also really, really, really easy. And it's my favorite content to create. And that is documentation content. Documentation content is basically filming yourself doing stuff filming yourself doing things that you would already be doing in your day-to-day in your business because people want to see what you're doing people want to see how you're doing it myself included I will sit and watch hours of TikToks of people doing things like a behind the scenes of um how they schedule their Instagram posts and 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 or oh, it doesn't even need to be that specific. I have put out many documentation content where it's just like a time lapse of me typing on my laptop. That's it. A time lapse. Uh, I I literally uploaded the other day a time lapse of me blow drying my hair. It was actually completely unrelated to what I was talking about. Um, in the caption or on the, in the text on screen, but it's documentation. Um. But people like to see, you know, a day in the life behind the scenes. Those types of, that type of content isn't just for these famous YouTubers. It's for everyone. And people like this because it's real. Let me give you, it's also, it's also interesting. It's really, really interesting. So, you know, think about the 1990s. They were like the, the real birth of reality TV. Then in the, you know, the noughties, it got really ramped up. It got it got intense almost. And then in the north, in the 20 teens, it got too much. It got excessive. Now that we're in the 2020s, um, it's going back to basics. It's going back to that real basic reality TV where people actually just want to see how other people live, how other people run their business, what the behind the scenes looks like. This content doesn't need to be complicated or over the top. And again, I talk about this in the training that I have in the Empire membership. I do a deep dive into documentation content with loads of examples, but um there's so much that you could do just with the ordinary life that you live at the there's so much that you could do but there is so much that you could do with the life that you're living at the moment with your day-to-day even if you don't think it's interesting and let me give you another example I was swiping through TikTok last week and I saw um it recommended a live for me this live was a dishwasher at a restaurant doing his shift he was live streaming his shift now that may seem like why would anyone want to watch that but as someone who accidentally ended up on this I did end up watching this <laughs> not for very long but it had me in for about five to seven minutes and I just thought it was interesting because you get to see the behind the scenes of how this restaurant was working and the dishwasher being actually such an important part of that system of, of how of the of the, the the smooth operations of the restaurant he was super busy he had systems in place himself and I'm obsessed with systems so I really enjoyed watching it um he kept moving the camera to different angles of the kitchen so that you could see how it worked and and but essentially I mean he just turned the camera on hit the hit the live stream on TikTok and then filmed his shift and it had 2,000 people watching him insane um and i see i see a lot of things like that on tiktok i mean don't get me wrong there's a lot of also very strange things on tiktok and a friend of mine was saying yesterday she got caught up in like the friday night tiktok stuff and was like whoa whole other side of the internet i didn't know existed it can get quite dark and intense but um there is also an incredible opportunity to document your business your and your that side of your business and what you do and that can bring people in 
that can inspire people and motivate people. I, I'll just give you another example. If you go to the gym and you film your workout, that can be super. People want to watch that. I would want to watch that. I This is my favorite kind of content to watch. I love seeing behind the scenes. I love seeing a day in the life. I love seeing how other people and other women run their businesses. And going back to what I said about reality TV, you know, reality TV is, has changed a lot. And this is from someone who worked in TV for seven years. Um, it's changed a lot and the, the trends will come and go. But right now, it's people, people aren't that fussed about this crazy drama. We want relatable content and we want inspirational content. And some of the tasks that you do in your day-to-day business life, you may think are mundane, but could be really interesting for someone to watch. And it could be that audience member who's watching you who's on the on the fence of working with you and is a little bit like I'm not too sure and then just getting to see that snippet of what you do behind the scenes of your business is like oh wow she really knows her stuff I was on a consultation with a potential client who was a um, she ran a spa in Canada and she was saying about how she just needed to like get some more people into through the doors you know times are hard and I said you know do you ever film yourself doing everything and no 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 I don't I'm just I'm not I'm not great in front of the camera and I said but just set up just try it out where you set up um a camera or your phone in the corner of the spa reception area um, for a couple of hours because you may not think that's interesting but someone else could find it really really interesting you know evidence let's let's say you let's say you are a beautician or you know rather just on the evidence point is also when it comes to evidence is images and photos and videos now don't get me wrong I am definitely someone I love using stock photography and stock videos especially for my website when I want my website to look professional I say my, I say my website I mean like my blog posts and my articles I want them to look professional so I'll, I can, I'll use stock videos I'll absolutely use stock videos sometimes if I was if I was to make like a, a reel for a client that is more aesthetically pleasing and doesn't need their face in however you do need to show real photos on Instagram. And the example that I'm going to give you is if you run a business that is maybe a beauty business or is has some sort of physical products, you absolutely have to use your own photos and your own images and your own videos. And another example that I'm going to give is I've seen... Um, Another example I'm going to give is I've seen a spa beauty salons and hairdressers using and bridal shops, a couple of like lots of a couple of different accounts like this. I've seen them using stock images. Um and it's clear that they they're stock images. It's clear that they are not the official images from this, you know, beauty beauty salon or bridal shop or spa or hairdresser it's like has anyone ever been to those hairdressers where you walk in and you immediately think I'm not too sure because if all the images on the wall are either very outdated or it's clear that they these these image these hairstyles and images were not done by the people in this salon
when you're buying something as the, as the customer when you're buying something you want to know what you're getting and you want to see proof of this you want to see evidence especially when it comes to any sort of physical product or a physical service so if, if a stock image is used or an image just taken off google it's very clear it's very obvious and you are gonna want to change that if that if you're doing that in your business Also, I'd say I know that a lot of people are camera shy and they don't like being on camera and there's absolutely so many different ways around around that. You don't need to make reels where you're dancing in front of the camera every day. You do not need to do that. And I talk a lot about that. And I I, I talk a lot about that with my one-to-one clients. We do a lot of work through that and I help them through that because I really do believe that if you don't want to be on camera, you don't need to. However, I do think that images with your face in it will also help you sell People want to get to know you. But I'll get to that point in a moment. But I'll get to that point in a moment when I talk about documentation. Also, in regards to documentation content, this could also just be content around getting to know you. Like, this was something else that we we focused a lot on in last month in the Empire membership and we had our guest Laura Nice come on and do an entire training with us was being real with your audience and letting them get to know you and that documentation content can include that it can be more real it can be more show show the human side of you and let your let your audience get to know you Okay, so just to summarize the changes that you can start making to your social media content so that you can start selling and continue running a successful business during this cost of living crisis is number one, start talking about the feelings that your clients or your audience are going to have when they invest in your services. Talk about that transformation. Number two, evidence, (laughs) transparency content, build up some trust with your audience by showing them real evidence, social proof real photos, real videos, screenshots, just show them that journey, you know? And then the third one is documentation content. In fact, that is your action step on the back of this episode. I want you to go away today, pick up your phone and film yourself. Um, Just put your phone on your desk or put your phone... um, I don't know, next to you in the coffee shop, just set up a time lapse, but record some sort of part of your day that for you, you might think is mundane, but that is actual footage documentation of you running your business and then go and post that on your chosen platform. I hope that this, um, I hope that this podcast episode was helpful if you are not inside the free Digital Priestess Facebook community, what is going on and get yourself there. Use the link in the show notes or head to my Instagram and go to the link in my bio where you can find everything you need to know about all my services, including the free Facebook community. Hopefully I'll see you inside there or I'll, he- I'll, or I'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>